This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, April 25th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack wrapped up his group of seven meetings in Japan yesterday, but his efforts to push for ratification of the Trans-Pacific Partnership in the U.S. and abroad will continue. It's not just opposition by U.S. lawmakers threatening the 12-nation trade pact that is expected to create billions of dollars in new revenue for farmers, but in Japan as well. Japan's Dayoto has resumed debate over TPP in the aftermath of the recent earthquake in Kyushu. Vilsack, speaking about a message he took to the Japanese, said it's incumbent upon those who are in favor of the agreement to aggressively educate the general public and members of the Dayoto in Japan of the benefits of agriculture to producers and to the general economy. Vilsack is in Vietnam today, another TPP member country, and he'll be talking about the benefits of the trade agreement there before heading back to the U.S. on Wednesday. In the meantime, the next round of talks between the U.S. and European Union on the Transatlantic Trade and Investment Partnership will take place in New York City this week in the wake of rowdy protests against the proposed pact in Germany this past weekend. The U.S., which is seeking greater beef access, among other things, is pushing for speedier negotiations in an effort to finish a deal during the last months of the Obama administration. USDA delivers a warning on House Child Nutrition Reauthorization Bill. The House Education and the Workforce Committee, preparing to mark up its controversial Improving Child Nutrition and Education Act 2016, could come as early as this week. USDA is joining the choir of voices concerned about the legislation. For many children, their only access to nutritious meals is at school. Through the school meal program, the USDA said in a statement and continued, we should be making it easier for more children in need to access breakfast and lunches to address the dangers of food insecurity and hunger. The USDA took particular aim at several parts of the bill, including criticism that it would erode the community eligibility provision, which removes application requirements for low-income children to get free or reduced-price lunches while at school. Can plants be organic without soil? The National Organic Standards Board today begins a three-day meeting where it will continue several debates that are roiling the industry. One is a long-standing proposal by the board to ban the use of hydroponics in production of organic produce. Hydroponic vegetables are being imported from Canada, Europe, and Mexico, and a small amount is being raised in the U.S. Farmers and other advocates of the ban say the true organic farming can't be done without soil. The board also is wrestling with complex definitions of biotechnology and plant breeding to make sure that advanced methods of genetic engineering can't be used in organic seed production. One question is whether the use of mutagenesis could be allowed. The National Organic Standards Board is also expected to consider a proposal by the Organic Trade Association to ask USDA to determine standards for seed purity. The OTA wants the USDA to do a study to determine what limits should be set for biotech contamination in organic seed. Mom, what's organic? The group Moms Across America is going big in its effort to get its message across to lawmakers that they should support organic farmers and agree to labeling food with genetically modified ingredients. 
The group is funding a massive billboard campaign in 191 locations in 35 cities and 13 states that from Earth Day through Mother's Day to promote organic foods. The placement of the billboards is not random, the group said, but rather targeted to get the attention of key lawmakers on the Senate Agriculture and Health and Education Labor and Pensions Committee. Zen Honeycutt, the group's director, said in a statement, our intention is to reach millions of American consumers and our policymakers. We targeted the capitals of the home states of the Senate Ag and Help Committee members who make the decisions about whether to subsidize organic or labeled GMOs. We want them to support health, safety, and honest labeling. More countries lining up to ship catfish to the U.S. At first, it was just Vietnam, China, Thailand, and Burma that submitted lists of companies that want to be eligible to ship catfish to the U.S., But that list has grown. Bangladesh, Brazil, Canada, and Pakistan have now also successfully submitted a list of exporters to the USDA's Food Safety and Inspection Service, even though they did so after the March 1st deadline. A FSIS spokeswoman said FSIS was clear in the final rule that the agency would be flexible with foreign countries, provided they continued to submit necessary information to FSIS. As ordered by Congress, FSIS is taking over catfish inspection from the FDA, and foreign exporting countries will have until September 1, 2017, to prove that their food safety procedures are equivalent to those in the U.S. Well, he tweeted it. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack, reacting to the death of culture icon Prince, tweeted, Last summer I had the opportunity to see Prince perform at the White House. The music world has truly lost one of its greats. Well, that's Daybreak for this Monday, April 25th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod, Watkinson & Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by the American Association of Crop Insurers. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.